Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the left coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. And uh, like as I usually say, normally I do not do this program by myself, but today, unfortunately, Mike is uh, once again flying the friendly skies. Well, not unfortunate for him, maybe just unfortunate for us because we don't get to the joy of his presence. But as always, we will continue on. We will soldier on without the great Mikey P or Mike Pilworski or however he uh, would wish to refer to himself. But hey, I got y'all. Y'all are going to chime in. Y'all are going to join the conversation because, you know, that's how you do. And it is Feedback Friday, where we seek your feedback. We're actively looking for and encouraging you guys to participate in the conversation about the issues that are important to us. Or at the very least, maybe not important, but how about this? How about at least are interesting to us, right? I mean, these topics are kind of interesting. At least I like to think so. But anyway, before we get started, let's do this. Let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors. And we'll start with Hitman Industries. You can find them at hitmanindustries.net. If you already own a uh, an AR, I mean if you already own a uh, an AR15, chances are you already have one of their barrels in your rifle if you purchased one recently. Now, if but who knows, maybe you want to maybe you want to do a rebuild. Maybe you want to rebarrel your rifle or your handgun. Whatever you want to do, trust me, they have the barrels that you need. They have pistol lengths and they have rifle lengths. So check them out. Go to hitmanindustries.net. That's hitmanindustries.net and get your uh, get your get your barrel today. Also, you have the California Republican Assembly, otherwise known as the conscience of the Republican Party. Uh, that's what Ronald Reagan called them anyway. Uh, they are working to elect conservative Republicans from uh, school board all the way up to president of the United States. It is the fastest growing and the largest grassroots Republican organization in the state of California. So if you want to be a part of California's future today, make sure you become a member of the California Republican Assembly at CRAGOP.org. Also want to remind you, go to Hog Holsters. Helping America Wear Guns. You can find them at hogholsters.com. Go there and get one of the best inside the waistband concealed carry holsters that you will find in these United States. The best part is, is you can get a discount if you use discount code The Rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. Finally, veteran-owned and operated, uscombatgear.com. They commit to integrity, they commit to fast shipping, and they commit to low prices. Uh, that That's their commitment to you, so check them out at uscombatgear.com. If you need outdoor gear, uh, rain gear, uh, if you need uh, camping gear, I mean, hats, we're talking eyes, we're talking backpacks, gloves, whatever it is, trust me, they have it, and they have great prices for you as well. Once again, that's uscombatgear.com. All right, let's go ahead and get into uh, today's stories. And we're going to start uh, with this first story. Now, this is not America, but, uh, you know, I will tell you, uh, you probably hear a lot of people talk about, you know, how we should be doing things like Canada because or, or Europe or like Canada because, you know, uh, they are the socialist leaders in this particular, in, <laughs> in this particular hemisphere. Uh, we have a, 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 a uh, what do we want to call him? We have a prime minister there in Canada who is just this side. Well, he's just a tyrant. I mean, let's just be honest. He is a tyrant. And uh, if you dare oppose any of his policies, well, then you could get into a world of trouble. And, well, one individual actually did get into a world of trouble. 
uh, as he sought to stand up against the sexualization of children. In fact, here's Tucker Carlson reporting on this particular story. And uh, trust me, you are going to be shocked by what you are about to hear. And in Canada, it's now a crime to object to sexualized drag shows for children. You're not allowed to say a word. Late last month's month, a pastor in Calgary was violently throw, thrown out of an all-ages notice for children drag queen story hour for daring to object to the sexualization of children. Watch this. So that's the video. That's what happened. Who committed the violence in that video? The guy on the ground was the pastor. Before we answer the question, some context will remind you that in Canada, showing any disloyalty at all to the Trudeau government could get your bank account frozen and your truck seized. So maybe you're not surprised to learn that that man on the ground, whose name is Pastor Derek Reamer, who showed profound disrespect for Justin Trudeau's ongoing efforts to sexualize children and mutilate the genitals of children, woke up yesterday to the police banging on his door and telling him he was going to be arrested. Why are you showing up at my home? Because this is where you live, right? Yeah, you guys you could call me and we could... Sorry, what's that? You could have called me. I've been trying to. When? This morning. We need to talk about what happened on the weekend this evening, right? Why do we need to talk about it? Because you're going to be arrested for it and charged. Okay. So we can, we can go deal with it this morning, or I can just put warrants out for you. Charged with what? Mischief and causing a disturbance. Where are all the professional Christians? You have to wonder that again. Where's David French and Beth Moore and Tim Keller and all these people who are defending Christianity as actual Christians are being arrested for being Christians? Hmm. Not a word. Well, today, Pastor Derek Reamer confirmed that a warrant was out for his arrest for hate crimes, and he was right about that. He was not overstating it because this afternoon he was literally arrested. Why? Is there a reason you're blocking me from using the sidewalk? Obstruction, they're working here. I'm not going to obstruct them. Don't worry, I'm not going to run. <laughs> I'm not worried about you. We're just going to stay out of their workspace. Do you mind if I ask you what he's being arrested for? You're going to provide your identification. Pardon? Will you provide your ID? It's for you to answer the question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why is he being arrested? He has warrants. Warrants out for his arrest? This is what happens when we go against the Drake. All right. So there, there's just so many different things to comment on here. The, the first is, is that in a public building, he stood up and basic, and what I don't, I couldn't hear what was said before, uh, but he basically stood up against, once again, children being exposed to sexualization and that's all that's quite frankly the only point of drag of these quote-unquote drag shows uh is 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 promoting such a thing promoting the sexualization of children and as a pastor uh you know he basically exercised his right and now i don't know if they i guess they don't have a right to free speech there in canada if if you're from canada or you live in canada you can correct me if i'm wrong but everything that I'm seeing right here that they just did tells me, yeah, no, you don't have a right to freedom of speech, at least not there in Canada. Uh, not only that, though, but he was basically picked up and thrown out, thrown to the ground 
as if you know he were the violent one but the reality is is he was assaulted by other individuals those individuals were not law enforcement they weren't they were random individuals who decided they didn't want him there and they picked him up and moved and then threw him out and then on top of that then they're going to send folks to him and you know, I, I want to believe that these officers were kind of ashamed as to what they were there to do and why they were there to do it. But that's not that's not the sense that I got from them. In fact, I, well, maybe, maybe not. Oh, I, I got the sense that they really didn't want people to know what was going on. Because all the dude said was, well, he has warrants. Well, what were they warrants for? Well, they, they wouldn't say. They wouldn't say that he was protesting or that he stood up at an at an all ages at a children's drag show, a drag show for children where men dress up as women and read them books and stuff like that. Uh, I, well, well, let me clarify. I don't know if they're reading the books. Uh, they call it a drag show. So I, I once again, I don't know all the stuff that goes on. I just know that some folks uh, have, have made suggestions that there were things that were inappropriate. But in, in, in any case, in this particular case, um, he was arrested and thrown in jail, period. That is, that is in fact, what we know. Now, I get it. It's Canada. Uh, just know that Canadians don't have the same rights that we do here. And know that right now, while the Trudeau government is in charge, uh, those of you who are on the left who are watching this program, you might agree with the stuff they're doing and the way in which they're going about doing it because you agree with whatever it is that they're doing. But keep in mind, the pendulum always swings back. And when the pendulum does swing back, and there is a conservative government uh, there in Canada, and they are doing things for which, with which you are very, very much opposed, and you want to speak out about it, just realize this. Chances are you're going to wind up having to spend some time in jail because the precedent has now been set. Once again, agree or disagree uh, with, with, with this thing, when you start arresting people for having, having differing opinions, when you in particular start arresting people for simply, you know, exercising their faith, uh, and, and disagreeing because of their faith, uh, you are, you are raising some very, 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 uh, major red flags. And by the way, we're already seeing it here. Just, just yesterday, Merrick Garland, uh, at the, in the, in the house, uh, was had basically was forced to sit there and defend uh, uh, a bunch of different things and policies and or explain. Let me say he didn't defend it. He was forced to explain various actions by his Department of Justice and his FBI uh, that specifically targeted uh, people of Christian faith, people of Catholic faith, while at the same time uh, ignoring pretty much attacks on those very same people, ignoring violent domestic terrorist attacks on those folks appear to be okay with Merrick Garland and with the Department of Justice and with the Democratic Party because, well, they continue to do it and uh, they continue to allow it to happen and they're not doing much to investigate it. So anyway, keep an eye on that. Once again, this is Canada. So what we talked about right there is happening in Canada, but trust me, it is coming to a state near you. And I would not be surprised if that state turned out to be California. I'm just saying, uh, as uh, my good friend Gavin Mussolini uh, can often be found to be guilty of engaging in such Gestapo-type tactics. Uh, wouldn't surprise me one bit. Uh, but once again, and this kind of leads us to our next story, where uh, you've got folks from the Biden administration who are basically uh, arguing 
that uh, GOP or Republicans are using schools as a mean, means to divide. Now, you're saying, well, who in the Biden administration is doing this? Well, that would be his secretary of education, Mr. Miguel Cardona. Now, the point that he's primarily looking at, well, well hold on, wait, let, let, me, let me read a little bit of, his, of, of what he had to say. He said, from day one President of, of President Joe Biden's tenure, we have made authentic parent engagement a top priority, not only by, embe- by embedding the needs of parents and families into most of, our program, most of our programs, but also creating new opportunities for parents to engage directly in the Department of Education and with their own communities. Cardona wrote in his opinion piece entitled, We Are Raising the Bar, for parent partnership in schools. Now, once again, this this folks is after we have seen this is this by the way comes after we have already seen uh, memos in the 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 FB, in in the Department of Justice. Uh, at, by the way, a memo written at the request of the National School Boards Association asking the FBI and asking the Department of Justice to investigate parents who are coming to school board meetings and not saying nice things to school board members uh, who are making decisions uh, that they disagree with, who are doing things like, oh, I don't know, shutting down schools in some cases, uh, even though we know that school shutdowns uh, didn't work. Requiring children to wear masks, even though we know that as stated by the uh, by the director, well, I'm not even going to say, but making kids wear masks. Um, I won't even I won't even get into the efficacy of masks. Uh, things like uh, critical race theory or queer theory or drag or uh, drag shows, drag time, uh, drag queen reading hour at, at schools. These are things that parents don't at least want to have their voices heard on. And uh, you have this administration who doesn't want them. to. Here's the thing. They want them involved. They do not want them engaged. Engaged means that parents are making a commitment, that parents are involved in, actively involved in that process, uh, in particular as decision makers. And what they don't want is they don't want parents to be decision makers. They want to tell parents, this is what, you're, this is what we're going to teach your children. This is how we're going to indoctrinate your children. Uh, and you need to parrot the same thing at home. You don't need to be parroting something different. In fact, if you do... Uh, we're going to p- perhaps have you investigated. In particular, if you come to school and tell us you're going to do that. Uh, if it's something that's really egregious, uh, we'll maybe look into you know having child welfare, take a look at your children and make sure that they're being well taken care of. Because if you disagree with us, well, you, that must be, you must be engaged in child abuse. Because, you know, they have the best interest of our children in mind as they seek to remove them from their parents for longer and longer periods of time as they want greater control over what they eat, over what they read, over what they watch on TV, over their moral values. They want to take over and control your children. I'm sorry, but it is. They do believe that they can raise your children better than you can. And, you know, if you're not down for that, well... Hey, you're part of the problem in their eyes. So yeah, no, I'm sorry, Secretary uh, Cardona. Uh, no, we are not believing you. You do not have the best interest of our children at heart. You are not truly interested in having parents involved in the education of their children. I'm sorry, we see that it's really kind of obvious. All right, now this next one 
And you know, I, I gotta say that uh, I'm I'm I have always I've always liked John Starr. I thought he was an interesting comedian. I, I appreciated the fact that he was always willing to go after the right and the left on his show. Although he probably went after the right more, but you know, he had the number one thing that I always require uh, when you are a comedian doing political comedy. It, my always number my number one requirement is be funny. It's important that you be funny because it's called comedy. Comedy is not necessarily uh, reality. Uh, it's almost like one of those stories that where they talk about based on a true story. Yeah, that's what comedy usually is. Sometimes it's accurate, sometimes it's not, but at the very least, it's supposed to be funny. Well, he had a sit-down recently, and in this sit-down, he sat down uh, with uh, uh, a state representative. Uh, he's a Republican. His name is Nathan Dom. Dom? I'm going to say Nathan Dom. I believe that's uh, how it's pr pr correctly pronounced. Anyway, but he sat down with him to talk about and or debate uh, the issue of the Second Amendment. And, you know, I got to say, uh, I, I, I was not particularly impressed with Representative Dom's, uh, with, he, with how well he did in terms of defending the Second Amendment. But I want you to see and get a feel for just how dishonest uh, this argument or this debate was uh, with uh, with John Stewart. So I'll just I'll pull a it's it's a total of an over an eight over eight minutes long. But I'm gonna give you a little snippet of it right here. I'm a strong proponent of the Second Amendment. Uh -huh. I believe the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Uh -huh. That's the one right that's listed in the Constitution that uses that very specific shall affirmative language. You know, shall not be. Oh, well, it's also the one right that uses the the phrase well regulated. Correct, when it's talking about the militia and the state. By the way, just for clarity's sake, yeah. I'm not against the Second Amendment. I'm not against, I don't want to ban guns. But you're saying more guns makes us more safe. Yes. So when we got 400 million guns in the country, we had an increase and gun deaths went up. So when exactly does this curve hit that takes it down? Would a billion guns do it? Let's just run those numbers, you know, 400 million, 50,000. Uh-huh. You're talking about a less than a fraction of not even a percent, of a hundredth of a percent. But it goes up, not down. So your argument is backwards. But if you want, okay, so so let's let's come up with a solution, okay? So one of the issues, a contributing factor, again, I, I believe it's the individual that is the problem. So your solution to that is give them more guns. All right, so let's start with this. First of all, uh, he made the utter mistake of of allowing and allowing uh, uh, John Stewart to frame the argument. He said, "You're saying that more guns will make us safe," and what I'm here to tell you is, uh, I, my argument is not whether or not I believe that. My argument is, do I have a right, a fundamental human right to self-defense? Does that right? end at my front door or does it extend beyond my front door do i have a right fundamental right to, to self-defense wherever i go that's my fundamental human right now we've what has now been determined or at least recognized by the supreme court i believe it was always recognized in the constitution is that that right doesn't end at the front door and that i have a right to possess a firearm for self-defense both in my home and when i am in public now we can debate whether or not I need the gun. We can debate whether or not it has anything or makes me safe or anything like that. But none of that really matters because guess what? I have a right. 
And that's the only thing that we need to be focusing on. I have a right to it, right? I do. I have a right to it. So once you agree that I have a fundamental right to it, now we can start talking about anything else. Because what it says is, shall not be infringed, right? And when we start talking about policy, when we start talking about what they call gun policy, things that, things that, uh, uh, are, that they say are going to make a safe gun control, well, then we need to focus on does it infringe on our right to keep and bear arms? And one of the things that he brought up, for example, was background checks. Now, <clears throat> the primary issue with background checks is, is on the infringement front is this. The way in which they want to do background checks, where they get your name, they get your address, they get the firearm that you got. Now, by the way, he makes it very clear in this conversation, he's talking about a registry. He's talking about registering your firearms. Now, history has taught us this. Once you have a registry, the next thing that happens is confiscation. I'm not saying it immediately happens, but once you get enough people to say, we don't want those people to have guns, and they have a list of those people who have guns, they then, the government, goes and takes those guns from those people. So that is... By definition, under the Supreme Court, the, the, the Supreme Court has made it very clear, that's an infringement, right? Keeping a registry is an infringement, and that's what they want because they believe that will then help them solve gun crimes. Well, I can trace a gun, but here's the problem with that. Well over 90% of the firearms that are found or used in crimes are not in the possession of the person who originally purchased it. They are either they are either stolen, uh, they are straw purchasers, uh, or they are trafficked. They are brought in from foreign countries. So there's no way. In, I mean, the idea when you ask people how many firearm crimes, how many shooting crimes have been solved by tracing a gun back to its owner, they won't answer that question for you. They won't answer that question because they know it doesn't solve crimes what it does is it gives them a list of people who own guns right in the state of california i mean sacramento i'll tell you what they did they have an ammunition registry in sacramento now we have one now we have one in, at the state level but a guy a guy who testified before the city before went before the sacramento city council and told him he's like look i i came home one day and i had a note a, a note on my door from uh someone from sac pd and uh i called them and they said yeah, so your name is so-and-so. You own a so-and-so uh, 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 caliber right, a handgun. Yes. And you purchased ammunition this weekend. Yes. Where were you on XYZ at XYZ time? Well, wait a minute. What? Um, well, there was a shooting that took place. Where were you during this time? So he basically, because he was a Latino, he was, he was a brown, he was brown, a brown person uh, who basically meant he fit the description, uh, and he owned a gun and he bought ammo, uh, that week, clearly now he was a suspect and had to defend where he was at. They also asked him to bring in his firearm so they could run a ballistics check, right? So once again, guilty till proven innocent. They want him to bring his firearm in. If I were him, I would have told him to go jump in a lake. No, you don't get access to my firearm. You want it, get a warrant. But once again, that's what they do with these registries. That's the point behind them. Now, if you wanted to do 
something just to verify whether or not someone shouldn't own a firearm or shouldn't be in possession. Maybe, uh, maybe they've recently uh, been, uh, 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 you know, fifty-one fifty. Maybe they have recent. Maybe they have a recent mental health issue uh, that causes them to be a danger to themselves or others. Uh, maybe they have a, a, you know, maybe they have a, a violent felony conviction. All right, and they shouldn't be in possession of a firearm. If they wanted to do a background check that did, that was not an infringement, a simple, okay, we have a list of people who are not supposed to possess firearms. I give you my ID, you run my name, you run my phone number, my print. Bam, nope, he's not on the prohibited list. Okay, buy your gun. And that's all that really should matter. That's it. No keeping of any dross. No keeping of any information. They don't need the caliber you bought. They, they, don't, they don't need to know how much ammunition you bought or what ammunition you bought. They don't need to know any of that. All they need to know is, are you prohibited from owning a firearm? But that's not the sort of background check that they do. The one they do actually keeps information about the fact that you purchased a firearm, when you purchased a firearm, where you purchased the firearm, what the caliber and the make and model of that firearm are, and the serial number. Now, they're not supposed to keep that information, but guess what? I'm sure, I'm quite sure that the ATF or in the various different states and local agencies that uh, collect this data and information, I'm sure that they're the only ones that follow the law, that, they're, that, they're, that they follow the law, right? unlike a lot of them, and they don't keep that information. I'm sure they don't, but then again, what do I know? Don't know. I don't know. Clearly, I don't know a whole lot. All righty, moving on. Oh, this is okay. This was this is an interesting one. I, I got to give you all this one. So, did y'all know that it's currently uh, Women's History Month? Did, did did you folks know that? I just I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know if you knew that that it is currently Women's History Month. And uh, Hershey, evidently, for the last few years, has been doing, uh, what is it? They've been doing promotions, right? And in these promotions, they have been, uh, they have been promoting or going after, and they've been promoting uh, women's, this new, oh, what do they call it? It's a new, uh, uh, a new bar, a new bar. And they call them Hershey's, right? Hershey bars. Right, I know. Right, you, you, you're you're as curious about it as you're, you're you're you think it's as funny as I do, right? Right, okay. But what I wanted to do, and I'm, I'm I'm what I'm what I'm doing right now, folks, is I'm I'm pulling up and I'm trying to find the uh, I'm trying to find because I thought I had downloaded the video, and I'm looking here that I don't have the I don't have the video right now currently for the commercial uh, for the commercial that they did. So I'm gonna go ahead and find that. I'm gonna download it. Uh, and then I'm going to play it for you because I want you to see uh, who the, I want you to see, I want you to see, I want you to see the, the promotion, uh, the, the promotion that they did. And uh, I want, I want you to, I want to get your impression as to what you think about, uh, about the, about the commercial. It, uh, it is uh, interesting to say, I'll just say it's interesting to say the least. Uh, there we go. Got that, got that. Anyway, but what do you folks think about that? I mean, what do you think think about uh, just real real quick the idea of creating a chocolate bar specifically uh, for Women's History Month and calling it the Hershey 
bar. Anyway, uh, let's see if I play this. So we're going to shut that one down like that and see if this is the right. I'm not sure if this is the right video, but uh, I'm going to stall nonetheless to see if I can, to see if it is the right one. Come on, y'all. Okay, it is the right one. Perfect. Okay, and that one is downloading, I believe. It's still, yeah, it's still downloading. So I want you to see the commercial, and I want to kind of get your opinion on it because um, it features, and how do I put this? If we're talking about women's history, I, I just, I got to believe that there is, a, 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 there should be some sort of a standard uh, as to what we're talking about as terms of, of, of who we're going to pre be promoting during women's history history month and whether or not uh and once again as companies go more and more woke and one might argue that you know the idea of promoting quote unquote women's history is is in and of itself woke enough i'm, I'm not necessarily going to argue that but um but it is interesting to say the least and this thing is taking so it's like okay so i'm looking at this thing downloading now so i can get the video on here and it like got to 92 percent, and then it decided I am going to be incredibly slow. Okay, here we go. So this is the her or the she, the, the her for she bar. That's what they call it. The her for she bar. Check it out. My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. We can create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic selves. See the woman changing how we see the future at Hershey's Canada. Yeah, that was a transgender woman uh, who is representing Women's History Month campaign for Hershey's. Um, wow. I just, I guess what gets me, and here's the thing that I don't get, and here's the thing, you know what, they can do what they want. They're a private company. Uh, people want to promote that, promote what you want. But how do you women feel about that? How do women who have fought to have their story told feel about biological males? Because while, while you may be a transgender, she may be a transgender woman, but it may, it may be a transgender woman. They, there you go. They may be a transgender woman, but they're still a biological male. And my question to you, quite frankly, is, um, yeah, what, uh, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about women's sports being taken over, uh, once again, by biological males. Um, it almost seems as if we're erasing the distinction between men and women uh, because they're clearly, what we're saying is, is that none exist. If the biological, if the basic biological differences don't exist, then there is no difference. I, I don't know what else to tell you because you could have effeminate men, you can have masculine women, uh, but once again, if, if you turn out to be a masculine, a masculine female, uh, well, then they want to say, well, you're probably transgender. If you turn out to be an effeminate male, uh, they say, well, maybe you're transgender. You're maybe you're really a she. So what are then the biological differences? I don't know. Uh, but I think if the goal is to highlight, you know, really kind of the successes of women, then we ought to be focusing on women, biological women. And that maybe that's just my perspective. Maybe I'm alone. Maybe all you feminists out there disagree with me. Uh, but I just, I think that's an interesting perspective that one ought to take a look at. 
And then on that, we're going to move into our parting shots. And our parting shots are brought to you by Hog Holsters. That's hogholsters.com, helping America and helping America wear guns. Go to hogholsters.com, get your holster today. Use discount code the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Uh, in honor of Chi Town, Chicago, uh, uh, booting out uh, their mayor. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to continue with the same thing that we had the other day, uh, talking about her uh, lack thereof of re-election. This first meme is Mayor Lightfoot standing there in the middle of a crime scene. She has her little podium up there and says, certain folks didn't want people like me in charge. And I'm guessing uh, that uh, she is referring to those who are, uh, well, whose chalk outlines are, are there on the ground because chances are, yeah, they are not better off by her having been in charge. So, yeah, then there's that. Uh, then the good news is it appears that she has found other employment. Uh, and here you've got, uh, <laughs> I just caught this. Okay, so you got Mayor Lightfoot, who is in the, in the window at a McDonald's drive through And she appears to be handling a couple of sodas uh, in a tray. And I didn't even catch that she was handing them out to Donald Trump. <laughs> So that is that is hilarious. That is hilarious. And uh, just so you know, we are fully aware that uh, probably Facebook and our many of the folks in the Webernets are paying attention to what we're talking about here. And so we are probably going to see the Internet. Uh, the Internet uh, uh, demons are going to come after us. Uh, here you have the Facebook settings. Uh, you did not know this, but in there you have you can set it to public where anyone can see it. There's friends and the CIA, where only your friends and the CIA can see it. There's only me, where only I can see it, uh, but keep in mind that the CIA can see it as well. And then you have only the CIA, where even you can't watch what you are posting, but the CIA can. Oh, and then there's close friends and the CIA. Anyway, I find that, uh, I find that to be... Anyway... Moving right along. Uh, well, I guess with that, we're just about done for the day. Uh, but before we do, I want to make sure to give a second shout out to our sponsors. First and foremost, we've got Hitman Industries. Visit them at hitmanindustries.net. Rifle and pistol length barrels waiting for you. we got the California Republican Assembly. Be a part of California's future today. Become a member of the California Republican Assembly. we got Hog Holsters. Visit them at hogholsters.com. Use discount code RUNDOWN. All caps, no spaces. Get your Hog Holster today. And finally, tactical gear, outdoor gear, rain gear, you name it. Get it with integrity, speed, and great prices. Veteran-owned and operated. uscombatgear.com. And with that, we're going to call it a day. We're going to call it a weekend. We're going to call it a week. We'll be back on Monday, fun day, gun day. Me and Mikey. Look forward to seeing you then. You folks have a good weekend.